September 26th and 27th is the third annual Manitoba Podcast Festival. This year's event takes place exclusively online and you can participate for free. Visit the Manitoba Podcast Festival on social media for more information as we get closer to the date. for me oh okay um left is always the plug in here yeah left is a cord, I didn't know cord on it yeah. yeah left left is the left is the cord okay my well home on, ones it's on the right on these ones I guess. is it really yeah oh wow really they they can't forward <laughs> you're a liar <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think it matters <laughs> it's just i always make the joke because when we're at his place they have like literally giant l's and r's <laughs> i'm like i need them like my shoes i need to put the l's and the r's on them <laughs> where's my big toe go I exactly don't know. you figure i'd figure it out by now do which... you have it do you have it on your shoes dude absolutely uh, <laughs> no, i just have a cheat sheet in my wallet what for your shoes? For everything. <laughs> shoes. Okay. Underwear. All right. How do we do the underwear? All right. All right. Food. Where's the food? I'm, I'm just making this up. So how's everyone's volume in the headphones? Oh, I'm great. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Good. Yeah, I think I'm. Oh, there. Ooh. Hello. These pop filters. I'm seriously considering oh, well. investing in. Yeah. You can like you can adjust it. Remember the original pop filters we used? They were homemade. What were they? Were they like paper? Pantyhose? Pantyhose, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? That's, that's well, the, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same general idea. Oh, it totally is. You can Cold just hanger in a pantyhose. <laughs> Cut a bit off the bottom, make one of these, and then use the rest to rob the 7 <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, everybody, wears a, everybody wears a mask now. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I never thought I'd see the day where it's okay to go to the bank in a mask. I know, isn't that weird? You might not be allowed in if you don't have the mask. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Like before. If you're in without the mask, I'm robbing the place. Yeah. But you have a mask on. Okay, I'll take it off. Right? Like, <laughs> like it's so, it's, it's bizarre. Bizarre. The, the times we're living in. Yep. We're probably already recording, knowing you. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, I had oh, to check. The, sneak it in there. I just had to yeah. check, check the levels. And it's make like, sure Mike, we've been recording for the last five minutes. Yeah. No. And I thought I completely signal with you on that because that's where some of the bet like that's where i've started to realize that's where the end credit stuff is really good Mm -hmm. like it has nothing to do it's a it's a really bad way to start but it's a great way to end no no for sure it is a blooper reel exactly Uh, that's a that's a chris hardwick uh nerdist podcast trick oh it is yeah he'll be like 10 minutes into the podcast and it's like when are you starting recording the podcast Oh, I started a long time ago. Like, he'll just. <laughs> oh, I never really listened to his podcast. I've I've seen him, like I used to watch his some of his old shows on. He did Talking Dead, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah, but yeah. before that, that he was show. on G4 TV. Yes, and I yes, used to watch him it, on yeah. there a lot. Yeah. Where did he get his start? I I don't know much. I, I mean MTV. I, MTV. Yeah. Okay, so VJ. He was the he was the chunky, drunk comedian, and he's a stand-up comedian. I need to see pre-handsome Chris Hardwick then. I, yeah. I didn't know he was oh, yeah. you know, like a, yeah. a yeah. chunky person. Now he's person. a healthy guy that makes me 
And he was a, he was a super healthy. nerd on G four. Like, oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I loved G four. There were so yeah. many Attack of the but Show. He founded like he founded Nerdist, right? Yeah. And then he sold Nerdist to Legendary for like like seven hundred million or something. And it all it was was the podcast. He started. He went off on his own because he could only get so many acting jobs. Uh, he's he's very good friends with Rob Zombie, so Rob Zombie would always try to cast him and stuff to get okay. work. Okay, and then <laughs> yeah, you can tell that they're buddies. They're really yeah, similar. I, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> when, I, when I look at Hardwick, I go, yeah, Zombie. Yeah, no, totally. But he's a horror nerd, right? So, but um, he just started the podcast as something to do, like, and then like he's kind of outside of pump up the volume. He's the inventor of the podcast or the guy that popularized it. Really, and his buddy Felicia Day is the one that popularized popularized vlogs or vlogs because she was the first one to do like YouTube like like content. a video a video essay per se right yeah that's, and she, that's what I'm she told started to. that okay. that show with the guild which the guild. we're both massive yeah. fans of what was that show about it, it was a, the first not the first but one of the first web shows and it was like five minute episodes it was yeah. it was based off of World of Warcraft you, you know that okay. makes, I was gonna say that makes sense with the guild yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. it was yeah it was a good show actually and especially if you've played the game and uh, you watch the show you can definitely relate totally because you'll have all these different characters and usually when you have a group you have all these different personalities when you're playing and never they just fit them just to a T it was awesome yeah. that's cool I don't know if you guys know this about Mike, but he's a, a, a previously famous blogger. Not mm. vlogger, but a blogger. What? Oh, like are you talking about what you, I do? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, I, he's I, big in the blogging community. I, yeah. I, if we're <laughs> referring to Mindless Matters That Matter, which was... Mindless, was that the name of it? That was the topic. Okay, that's That was awesome. the title, Mindless Matters That Matter. And it was literally I tripped over blogger. Like blogger.com before I think Google bought Blogger. I think that that's who wow. it now. And was like, what are these things? And it was just a place where I'm going to move these because I'm going to play with them the whole time. Um, <laughs> it was just a place where you could like write your thoughts out. Like it was an online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah, what yeah. it is, right? So I would like write up my weekend at the bar and all the stupid things. And it was just like very free form, no real structure. Journal, more journal than anything. Right? More okay. yeah, like how a diary. I. Like a diary, yeah, dear diary, yeah. <laughs> dear diary. I got this drunk wearing a stupid pink T-shirt and eyeliner this weekend. Ha ha ha! And like, eventually started to figure out how. Like, I learned how to actually read HTML because Blogger would yes. give you the the, the template yes. access to the yeah, website. I remember that. And then I could just go online and I would Google like, okay, how do you like? What is like? I don't know it now, but I just new looking at it this is where this line went and then you could start adding it was like adult myspace yeah, essentially it was, is what it yeah, was because yeah. you could put counters on it and you could put all your friends other blogs on it and this was i was working at a call center from three to eleven maybe busy from three to six oh, and from yeah. six to eleven i would just sit oh. and fucking <laughs> pound out these ridiculous nonsensical ideas about life liberty and, oh man you that's know, awesome. the pursuit of blogging and all that shit so and that was 2005, 2006, maybe when the blog oh, first yeah. kind of came out, and so you're on the cusp. I was on the cusp of it, and I re it launched me into liking writing. And I will never say it launched me into being a good writer. Um, there's a big gap between those two, but uh, my ex girlfriend stole it. She hacked it. No, stole it. Had access to like two and a half years, three years of posts. Oh, God. I was getting. I mean, at the time it was a big deal, but I was getting like a thousand hits a day because you could see your counter going up. Wow. And I was like, 
but I mean, this this is like when podcasting first started. It wasn't a saturated market, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when blogging first started, everybody sure. and their there's dog... like there's like a hundred blogs out there total, probably. Yeah, at and the, the time, yeah. shout out to Waiter Rant, which was one of the first ones. He went and switched to books, um, and he was a waiter somewhere at some posh cafe in L.A. or New York or something, and he would just rant anonymously about all the assholes and dick customers that would come in. Oh. And he's written like two or three <laughs> books about, and they're just like they're just diary oh, entries. Man, I wonder if that's still online. Is I think that, it I'd, is. I'd love to read that. Yeah. Waiter rant. Waiter rant. Yeah, oh. he was one of he was one of the first ones, and then like I saw he got book deals off of it, and I was like, this has potential. Oh my god! Fuck you, ex girlfriend. I um I was <laughs> blogging at at the advent as well. Uh, I was <laughs> I was happy Harry hard on online. <laughs> yes, yes. Why is that coming back? I we, was. We talked about this on our episode. I think so. Yeah. But I, I was blogging online pretending to be Happy Harry, and then my it was Happy Harry hard on. And then not so nice guy was my name. And <laughs> you, I just you were the original Triple H. <laughs> That's right. I was. Hunter Hearst Helmsley over here. No, happy Harry Hardon. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so what about you, sir? I wasn't doing any of that stuff. What I didn't were think you anybody doing? cared about <laughs> But what were I started you doing? when I got into computers, I discovered computers in like ninety five ish. Ninety five, ninety six. And I started just doing like fun hacking and got really into computer stuff. And... <laughs> like hacking, hacking? <laughs> but like white hat hacking, like fuck with my friends hacking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like. Is white hat the opposite of black hat? It is. Which is the really shitty. Movie. Yeah. yeah. White hat's oh, good, the... good hacking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For the good of the people. So there was like a, like a university mail server that I had, I followed this blog called the happy hacker actually. Funny that I've you bring up it, the happy, yeah. yeah. So they had all these like little fun exploits. So there was some university in the States that had a no firewall in their uh, email server. And you could like log in so you could send people. And this is the day where email was like a big deal, right? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And you could actually like format the, the from addresses to be whatever you wanted. So I could send email <laughs> to anybody with like weird non-return addresses. So I used to just mess with people all the time. <laughs> So you go in and just like it's like basic code just to to format the 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 from and the to and and fake domains and stuff like that. It was it was pretty interesting. Ed McMahon. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. Ed McMahon. Like Bryce. I like I emailed my buddy from like Michael Jordan at bulls.com and you know like just like random things to mess with people. And... That's fun. I'm going to call yeah. you Zuck from now on. <laughs> Zuck. I like it. So that's when I got interested in computers. I didn't know anything about them. In fact, I went to UW and I walked into the computer lab. One of the computer labs, wrong one I discovered. And I walked in and it was just the text-based browsers. So no GUIs, no nothing. And I sit down and I'm like what's what's this like internet all about why are people so excited to just a bunch of text shit i didn't realize that it was something yeah and then i discovered computers and the rest is history so is that what you do now yeah i'm in computer tech stuff nice, cool data recovery did, did you know that they're now offering a course i think is at red river a, a hacking course at red river just started off they offered it probably have the year. ethical hacking course yeah, yeah that's what it is yeah certified ethical hacking yeah, yeah, yeah. yep Okay, and we're uh, one of the first. What is to certified get it. ethical hacking? It's like the good stuff. It's like penetration testing uh, for like testing networks to make sure your network is. It's like when you hire people to break into your business to see where your weaknesses, your weaknesses are. are yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poking holes in the desktop, yeah. trying to find out yeah, where that's the right. Yeah. Just speak yeah. my language. Find out where that exhaust vent is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah. It. yeah. 
DK41, do you copy? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty cool that Winnipeg of all places is getting this course to well, teach. Like it's pretty freaking cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mark, but innovation drive at the U of U of M is like that's their like Is that where Bold is? I think so. That's yeah. where Bold is. I think the guys who started Skip came out of there as well, too. Yes. Ma- or, I, I think, think so. Yeah. That might be right. That um, might be right. Yeah. But when it, like, what, what's the video game? Uh, Bungie? Is Bun- Bungie's here, right? Oh, wait. No. The, the, um, not Bungie. No. It's, um, oh, my God. The guys that make um, Assassin's Creed. Oh. Um, we can do this without Googling. On our show, we get points for this. Square Unix? No. No, 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 no. That's, that's the drive. That's the engine. Oh my God! What are they called? Uh, You're gonna look it up. We need to know. I, I've got a computer here. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. If right. only there was a way we could find out. <laughs> was that the thing you were talking about earlier? It's like the internet or something. Yeah. Hmm. Thing, so I hear it may catch on. So you're around when AOL came out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, when everybody God. got the discs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, there was a trivia question recently where it was like something the largest distribution of blah blah blah, and the answer was like AOL. It's Ubisoft. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah, so. When they opened up their office, because they opened up Montreal like some time ago, right? Yeah. And they, they branched off and they had the Montreal branch. And then they opened up one here. And I know a fair amount of computer people. And like everyone applied to get I would a have job moved there. chairs around. I would have handed out mail to work there. Well, they just... had, so they had a party, like a launch party of like, hey, we're open now. And then if you got so an invite, it was hard to get in. If you got an invite, they're giving you games. Like, like oh, here, totally. here's like, you know, a $75 game. Here's Assassin's Creed everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's 47 games. Whoa. Speaking of that, did you start watching the new doc on Netflix yeah, yeah. about video games? Have you guys seen oh, is this? it good? Oh, it's, it's, it's good. on my radar. Oh, I only good. watched the first episode, and it was they were talking about the formation of Atari and how the they changed oh. office culture. Yeah. Speaking of that, like, you know, uh-huh. your own hours and having go, yep. go take a nap and go drink and who yep. cares? And, the original, like, pod space healthy like how google is now atari was like just come to work and whatever the fuck you want super cool finish your shit (laughs) don't start programming until after lunch we're all gonna get high first exactly totally yeah totally and it's like it's the it's the scientific thinking from uh fat man little boy the movie about the atomic bombs um oppenheimer says in there he starts arguing about how if you try to compartmentalize scientists you don't get the best results where if you allow them in the same room, then they can free think. Yep. And then, you know, magic happens. And that's what Atari was doing. They're that's just what like, we're doing here right now. That's the, yeah. Yes. We're fucking riding that wave. Um, but it, it's just really interesting to see when you lay off your employees and be like, go go forth and, and make future video games. Come up with ideas. Yeah. And they're just like, sure, okay. Exactly. You can't get the best out of somebody when you try to put these constraints on them that are artificial. I can look at Todd's getting all interested here. <laughs> Todd, Todd has an opinion on this big time. Uh, I, I think I actually, I actually watched that show. Actually, it was pretty good. You they watched s- the whole thing? They said that E.T. was uh, is what brought down yeah. Atari. Right, yeah. <laughs> Basically destroyed video games, right? Yeah. For, a, for a time being. For a while, yeah. yeah. It there takes... was uh, on Comic Book Men, someone got a copy of one of the E.T. games from the landfill with the certificate of authenticity. And it was Fuck. like it was like ten thousand or something for a destroyed, yeah, destroyed <laughs> original <laughs> copy from the landfill. Wow, not even a fucking Banksy. Like it's I had the cartridge. game. Do you? Do yeah. you really? Like I had a copy of it. Okay. I played. I, I had it. one originally. Yeah. I played it too. Not from the landfill, but yeah, I had yeah, an yeah. original yeah, copy. Yeah. Is it as bad? Oh, it's horrid. Yeah, it's absolutely bad. horrid. Did you play it, Todd? No. no, no. You just keep falling in these pits. Falling in the hole yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, you've got to collect weird things at the bottom of the hole, and then these. 
weird things chase you. Games weren't very good at all back then, but no. this one was even worse. But the just to kind of reiterate the series, it, it starts with Atari, then it goes to Nintendo. Oh, so it goes mm-hmm. company to company. It goes evolution start to finish. Oh, like the evolution cool. of the video game from square yeah. one. Like Kirby is yeah, inspired yeah. by Nintendo's lawyer. Because he got him out of a jam, so they, in honor of their lawyer, who is a big, fat, round, heavy-looking red Kirby guy. Kirby, okay, Kirby is the insp- this lawyer's the inspiration oh, for man. Kirby. Oh. And the part I found super exciting was the the guys from MIT. Yes. They all went to school, and then they started to try to make money. So they had these cabinets, and they were playing <laughs> uh, Missile Command. And everybody got so good at Missile Command that they decided to write in a, 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 a board that clipped into the motherboard that made it harder, so it sped up the game, got new levels, and then they called it like Super Missile Attack or something. Oh, yep. <laughs> and then they got sued by, was it Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo or, or whoever? Atari, was one yeah, Atari was. who sued them for like $15 million, and they're just three dudes from MIT. And they ended up signing a deal. You can watch it. I don't want to spoil it for you, but they ended up signing a deal saying, we'll hire you to make them for us just as long as you don't keep screwing around. <laughs> but there is a, ca- a caveat that happens that is even better because they realize, as he said, we won't ruin it, but there's a loophole that they're like, they get they get their cake and they get to play it's it. It's really too. good. It's yeah. super good. So just three guys dropped out of MIT and yeah. started doing that. Which is usually like how it, like you hear all the greats, right? Like, I mean, as much as people give you know Bill Gates shit and Steve Jobs shit, they were like this. These four walls, I can't. I can't be constrained. I need the world to create. Right. More success What's stories that? of MIT dropouts than yeah. MIT graduates. Right. Yeah. What's that show. There, there's a show on Netflix. It was about the, the Halt Catch Fire. Halt. Thank you. Halt and Catch Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It had uh, Lee Pace. I think. Yeah. Was really good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, or Lee Pace. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking Ian Pace, but Ian Pace is the drummer guy. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Whatever. Huh, nerd moment there. <laughs> <laughs> this is a nerd hour. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that show was amazing. Yeah. Did, like, you, I, did you watch it, Mark? I only got to, like, the second season, but I have it that I'm still going to watch it it's, yeah. But it was it's so, so good. It's so messed up, man. It, it's, like, crazy. Isn't it about the other side of Bill, like Bill Gates is dominating, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this guy's trying to take him yeah. on at yeah. his own game, and then coming up in the race and everything. And like back to Atari for a second, the guy they gave the job to to make ET, they were like, "You have three weeks." Yep. Oh, yeah, so, he had no time. Well, there was a, there's a Boy, documentary he, on just the ET game that yeah, I watched too. Yeah, it's yeah. it's such a great documentary. But now you know it takes two and a half, three years to make a game now. Yeah. Oh yeah. But back then, it's like it was crunch time, and they were just working around the. And clock. Spielberg signed off on it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That yeah, was interesting I, to know. Yeah, he, was, he said, I have a movie. I have the movie coming out. They didn't tell him what the movie was about, and they had to make a game. That's, I think <laughs> that, that has something to do right? with it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Good times. That's Hollywood for you. Let's welcome to the show. <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> Who do we got in the room to my left? Uh, Mark Cowell. And Michael Petro. The debaters. Real debaters, mm. not the fake ones. We, no. ma- is this, fake we is mass it, debate together. Yeah, is this like the like the <laughs> Ghostbusters versus the real Ghostbusters? Uh, no, I don't have because the debaters on CBC. I don't I, know. Well, see, and that was know. the thing too. And I was like, okay, how do we separate ourselves? Well, they're comedy and they're situational debates. Yeah, you they, guys aren't funny. You know? No, we're not. So we're not funny. <laughs> like first of all, exactly. So so we, I was like, I'm not worried that that's going to be an issue. And then when I went and searched the name for business purposes, I was like, everybody and their dog is using some sort of debater or whatever in it. But yep. nobody was using R-E-A-L or R-E-E-L. 
Really? So REAL was not taken. Nope. Wow. Nope. That's so, crazy. And I don't know why. I didn't really I was like, hallelujah, because hours at a time trying to make sure you don't take somebody's name if you're gonna actually do this is daunting a little bit. So um yeah, I registered it and was like, all right, cool. They can do their they they do their thing, that's their thing. We're we're ridiculous. We're a variety show. We're ridiculous. Oh yeah, our format's not even <laughs> variety. Yeah, show. we're a variety <laughs> show. I've re- yeah, we're we're yeah, really, I guess so yeah, like yeah. Lawrence Welk. Yes, <laughs> and the fun and the tool. You guys and need a bubble machine. <laughs> That's yes. what you need. Yeah, and like big fluffy dresses and big pomp hairdos. Yeah, I, watch I like that it. Show with my yeah, I, yeah. hee haw, hee haw. Believe it, believe it or not, Sean Geek was kind of taken. Oh, believe it or not, I actually so registered. What was your workaround? Well, Sean Geek Podcast was the workaround. There's, out of every single platform, Sean Geek was available, and I was Sean Geek on every platform before there was a podcast. And then on Instagram, I kept trying to register there, and I couldn't, and I couldn't see the person's profile that had it. So I just kept tagging everything, hashtag Sean Geek, hashtag, (laughs) this guy was getting all my mail, because people were like, oh, this is Sean Geek, so they were contacting him on Instagram all the time. So I get a letter from him saying, halt and fuck off. Halt and catch fire. Halt and catch fire, yeah. And I'm like, I asked him if I could have it. I'll give you money. Because it was, it was, Sean Geek is easier than Sean Geek Podcast, of course, right? Yeah. But nope. And it's a private account. So you, you can't, hmm. yeah, like you have no idea what, like, yeah. Ugh. Whatever. Like, I still hashtag Sean Geek. just made an account. Yeah, it's literally, and he's trying to, yeah, he just yeah, it could just be one of those. So things. you embraced geekdom right from the start. Never fought it. Well, there. So no, oh no, I've been a nerd all the time. I beat up more times than I can count for being a nerd. <laughs> right? Do you prefer nerd or geek? I this think, is a debate. I don't know. I think geek. I guess <laughs> we've turned the tables. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is a heavy table to turn. Okay. <laughs> Where's the light? Put it on him. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I've I've been a nerd right from. Nice. Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. I'm right here. <laughs> now I was making my own uh, comic books at five years old. Oh so, wow. Like it was back then. I still have them. Oh sweet. So I have a I have a scanning project I'm going to do at some point and scan everything I have. I've got like a big box of all the comics I used to make. That's awesome. Yeah. So it started there and then just kept going. And then stuffed in lockers like me and put in trash oh, cans. God. Did you Did you get that too? Yep. I see. It sounds. I envy you because you were doing something cool. I was just a geek with no handle. <laughs> so, so like, like it wasn't like, yeah, maybe like, yeah, I didn't, I had no, I had no handle on anything. Except the fucking a inside geek of, the of all trades. Yeah. Geek of all trades, master of none. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but like, I didn't, I didn't really get into geekdom and nerdy things until later. Like until really? I was more confident about it. Cause like, I was, or were you a geek, but in the closet geek where you didn't let people know you were a geek? Maybe. But I that's what I was. Like, I would just lie. Oh, no, I like sports. Yeah, sports are awesome. Like, I'd just lie about it. Yeah. But in this, <laughs> at the, what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is, is that I looked like such a geek that, like, it would, <laughs> like no matter what I said, yeah. like, you know, so, like, I would have beat me up if I was yeah. you know, 12. So it, I just did, I didn't pass go. Well, I think James, I was a nerd over geek. James had some pictures uh, that we saw. When you were younger. Yes, he did. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which, which I told you about you that, didn't loop? I, Mark? I don't think so. So when, when James came on, uh, shout out James to Beaver. Shout out to Beaver. Hi, this is James Beaver from Beaver Does Movies. Just got a question for you. 
Do you like movies? Do you like bad movies? Do you like bad movie podcasts? Because that's what I'm here to ask. Come check out Beaver Does Movies, a podcast where I pretty much just torture people with terrible, terrible movies in the hopes that they stop talking to me. So check it out, beaverdoesmovies.com, and I'll see you there. Um, How did Beaver have pictures of you as a child? Because, um, oh. I think he works for <laughs> FBI. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he, uh, he uh, Sheena? Yeah, Sheena. Sheena, Sheena. Yeah. Sheena from uh, Thick, Thick and Sweaty, Sweaty podcast. Oh, okay. Me and her went to high school together. Ah. So they were talking, and, and she realized who I was, so she took some pictures of me and from the grad book. Okay, that makes sense. And then sent them to Beaver, and then I was arguing my shit, and he was like, what do you think the cool people would hang out with this guy? What do you think of this? <laughs> and I was like, you should have seen his eyes. Oh, I was, he, was, he was so He excited. was so shocked. <laughs> I was... The look, the look on James's face that? is awesome. The look on your face is just that's amazing. Awesome. He awesome. knew he 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 shacked me. He was just yeah. like fucking hanging from the rim, sticking his ass in my face. Being like, what you gonna do about this? And that's I was, a that's a Nardwar move. That's that was a Nardwar. Yes, yes. <laughs> we didn't we bring up Nardwar? We did. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not that I know what that is because I'm not a geek. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I got into all the stuff way later when I think I had more of an appreciation for it and I was like well I, I'm older now and no one's beating me up anymore so I probably once, 16, 17 once we really... went to the same school they stopped beating me up because oh. he was always tall yeah well I was you're a menacing sort no I don't know <laughs> no. I was I was playing guitar I was in a band so they, he was the people, cool guy. people kind of like that I guess so yeah were you a banger no <laughs> <laughs> You can tell the truth. <laughs> like a headbanger? Yeah. No, no, no. It was mostly we played mostly Rush and stuff like that, but nothing, nothing heavy. No. no. Van Halen was like the heaviest, I guess. But yeah. there was nothing really heavy back then, really. Anyway, really. No. Like the things that would have been <laughs> well, metal were very. Yeah. It was Judas like, Priest D- was D- 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 Snyder and <laughs> Jethro Tull with the flute solos. <laughs> well, that was like, heavy. Like yeah. Todd, maybe like how Led Zeppelin got wrapped into the metal Venn diagram. Yeah. I've seen some rock documentaries where they talk about how Led Zeppelin paved the way for metal. And I'm like, that is rock and blues. Yeah. Like it, you don't rock and roll, man. Yeah. Real rock and roll. Real heavy, thick rock and roll that makes you move and feel. And I'm like, I don't see any relationship to metal. I think I saw, you guys have seen the metal doc, like metal, the documentary, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they do that triangle yeah. thing. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like there's yeah, so many, yeah, yeah. there's so many subgenres of metal more than I think any oh, other goodness, music. Yeah. I mean, Led Zeppelin, Led is in the name, but it's not even spelt the right way. Yeah, no. So it's got nothing. This to is do gonna with take off like a Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it came from. Really? Yeah, it was uh, the drummer for the the Who, I think. And was, was they, yeah because they were the Yardbirds at the, the time. And... Well, no, they were at, they were with the uh, the Yardbirds at the time, or Page was, and I think he was. I don't know. I could be getting this wrong. He was palling with uh, the drummer for the Who, whoever that is. Uh, the guy who ended up dying of not movies. <laughs> yeah, not not <laughs> movies. Not, but anyway, we're not, we're not a music podcast. Yeah, yeah he was joking. <laughs> He I was, mean, I'm playing in the shallow end of this conversation. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is not our... We're, we've got water wings on here. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I have to say is I always... Every time we get into this conversation about older rock is I, 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 I posit the idea that early Kiss is basically disco music. Oh, good Lord. Like you I could think, take yeah. you could take yeah. a song like I Was Made For Loving You and the Bee Gees could have done it and it would have been you almost have the, the same song. Yeah. 
Absolutely. If you actually heard, have you heard the Kiss stuff that they did prior to Kiss? No. I don't like think so. Like Wicked you mean? Or? Yeah. It's totally. Oh, it's flutes and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> flutes. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. playing the flute? Paul? No, it was Paul and Gene were in that band, and then there was a bunch of other guys. It was like an eight-person band or something crazy. It was like totally different music. Yeah, huh. that's a hippie commune. That's not. It a was band. a it was a hippie band. Yeah, it was like Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zero. Oh my god! You know Edward Sharp and the Magnetic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw him at Folk Fest. A few Did you years really? Back. How, yeah. How was it? How was that? Well, it was scaled down because first of all, because isn't that like a twenty person band? It well, and I mean that's how I think a lot of people know them is home. Their big hit, right? That's me and my wife's alternate song right and i've i've been yeah. to like 40 weddings well not 40 but i've been to like three weddings and like every time the bride and groom walk out it's home right? are you serious oh, it's I've... actually a popular song yeah like it... drive me oh home, my though? god no no that's that's uh, a different one that's a different um, one okay. yeah uh me jumped in something me oh my it, chocolate candy man, jesus man, christ man. you never know man, whatever yeah but like it's a guy and girl uh, singing to each other song? about how but, much they love each other they oh, were a couple okay. during that <laughs> Yeah. I'm also clueless Phase, here. Right? <laughs> um, I'll rein it in. Uh, anyways, so he tried to get across the border, but he couldn't because he forgot his passport, so they wouldn't let him in. So Bowman had to write a letter of, like, <laughs> it's okay, it's and, okay. like, they shipped it down to the border. This like, was my it. wedding song, and I would like to have Edward come into our country, please. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, But he, like, wrote a, it's okay, we know who wow. he is. So he got in and huh. he thanked everybody on stage, but oh it, was my just, God. It, was, it was him and four guys. So it was a scaled oh, down. that would have been cool. So it was a lot better than, like, watching 37 people get off the magic bus and, yeah, you know, yeah. they're on 19 different types of drugs and shit. So, but I digress. All right. Let's move on to something we know something about. <laughs> 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 or at least I do. <laughs> The history of photocopiers? I don't know. <laughs> what do we move on to? Um, so uh, how did you guys meet? Like, how, like, how, like, who started hmm. Real Debaters? Is that you, Mike? Or it's is that? Mike. It's, it is a, it is a hippie commune of <laughs> like 10 people. And uh, I, 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 if you want to say I started it, yes, I started it. I went out and bought the stuff. I watched some YouTube videos and was like, the the story goes. Um, Mark will correct me if I'm wrong because I've probably told this. I can tell it much faster than he can. Mark, <laughs> if we're on a time crunch, take it. I want you to tell it. I enjoy it when you. Tell I can it. take the I can take the emotion out of it. <laughs> yeah. take the emotion. No, I'm still I'm still a little butt hurt. So there was a, a young Mike Petro uh, a year and a half ago. <laughs> that, He's not uh, young anymore. <laughs> fuck, I feel it. <laughs> that after working for, laboring for many hard years, decided that he uh, was going to chase his dream and he was going to go into creative communications at Red River. Mm. And uh, with the oh. hope of learning how to do all of this stuff professionally. Yeah. And uh, he saved up his hard-earned money and he applied and was rejected. And so what did he do when he got rejected as a big fuck you? He just went out and bought all the equipment and taught himself. That's so, wow. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of going to learn and waste a bunch of money learning uh, outlets uh, of media that you maybe weren't as interested in. Totally was, re- there was some thing, PR I was really dreading. I was like, I don't want to fucking do that. It's bullshit. Thing was going. So yeah. Then he just decided I'm going to go start a podcast and then his one you started like two or three podcasts all at the same time just to yeah. to see where the interests really lie and uh just kind of grew from there we had some fun on another podcast for a while that was really good just we kind of 
ran out of it was a very limited run podcast because we ran out of ideas we ran out of like it was it, we we i started the real debaters and then i was like oh it's easy to do a podcast let's do five right mm-hmm. so yeah but you don't know so you're trying you're throwing everything at the wall and then whatever sticks sticks so we were doing this thing called should have known better which was just taking life stories and you know talking about what happened and then should we have known better right ah. so the idea was taking ourselves now and going back and talking to 14, 15, 16 year old us and what That's advice great concept, we would give actually. to ourselves in yeah. different scenarios. Yeah. And we gave scenarios like relationships and, you know, cars and jobs and clothing. family and clothing and music and invest in Microsoft. <laughs> exactly. <right? laughs> yes. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, Mike started it, started with, uh, some, well, Martin was mm. kind of an original. Martin's an original. Oh, really? Aaron. Okay. Yeah. Martin. I started with my friends. I went, yeah. I read some shit and they were like, talk with your friends. That's easy. That's, those are easy people yeah. to talk to. Yeah. So we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how we were going to do this. I just was like, I, you know what it is, honestly? And I, I want to say this to him when I get to talk to him, but Alan Cross was the inspiration. Truthfully. Alan, Alan Cross is awesome. Alan, I still listen to the guy this, to this day. Like yeah. he's fantastic. He's absolutely fantastic. And uh, Mark, do you know Alan Cross? I don't. Okay. So, so uh, you actually know him, know him? No, I don't. Okay. I, I don't know him, but. He does the ongoing. Do you history. know him? Do you know, does he talk to you? <laughs> does he phone you at home? Do you talk to the dolphins? <laughs> but I want to ask him. Um, well, I want to tell him how much I. He, the ongoing history of new music is a podcast he does, and it's about everything about music. Oh, so, nice. like the first record press yeah. and the first um, radio show and yeah. the first and six part on Billy Talent. Right? And he's a journalist. Like he he doesn't just go in and guess about like he, he knows is lester stuff. bangs from almost famous yeah oh, yeah okay, okay. Actually, yeah that's yeah. what and so his idea of how he approached music was how i wanted to approach talking about film i didn't care what we talked about as long as we talked about something so a film alan cross a yeah. film alan cross exactly so like let's talk about the trailer let's talk about the first theater the first motion picture like that stuff right then we just started shooting the shit about dumb shit and then we revised some scenarios and martin aaron steve and me did like five i've known him through our side group we'd go to folk fest together see each other and yeah festival group group of friends yeah and so we started hanging just we just started hanging out more and i was like motherfucker can talk and like is very like the podcast is a great compliment of a bunch of people yeah and I was like, must have you. You need to do this. Yeah, there's us. a chemistry thing there. I, like the first time I met you guys, like I, this is the chemistry I saw like right away. It, That's it's the first de- thing I noticed. We're not. Like, yeah, we're not. Definitely not duplicates of each other. We both no, have our no, own no. sort yeah. of. Yeah. Mike is the technician when it comes to movie knowledge. Uh, I'm more of the the spiritual feeling of things. <laughs> maybe Mark if you is, want to put it that, that way. Sounds right. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Like. Mark Mark is very good at conceptualizing how it feels. He's got a degree in sociology. Ah. So that kind of helps him look at movies. And we look at movies in a, in a way that is not just like, I liked a movie. It's a bad <laughs> movie. It's a good movie. We're yeah. like, okay, if Arnold Schwarzenegger was going to teach a sex ed class, what character would you pick? Yes, yeah. And what ends up coming out of that is why you like that movie, why you like that I think that character. was the first episode I listened to, actually. <laughs> but, but Mike is has that base. It's like somebody who is uh, a classically trained French chef who decides to open a burger joint. Yeah. Because we'll be talking yeah, about the yeah. goofy stuff, but Mike will be like, 
well, that was actually Christopher Nolan's third film after, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, like he's written by so-and-so, scored by... And you're the guy saying, well, he was on his second marriage at Exactly, this right? Like I know, yeah, the more pop culture side yeah, of yeah. the movies, yeah. And every, like Jimmy is the horror guy, Martin is the fantasy sci-fi guy, yeah. I'm the, I love everything, so no matter what is in front of me, I'll watch it. Mark is very similar to that, like we'll give a lot of things a lot of chances, so for taste-wise to argue dumb shit, it actually works because it pulls from yeah. every thing, every corner we can. Yeah, we try not to alienate any genres. Yeah, no. We, if we can avoid it. Scene, so. character, theme, director, act, um, subplot, plot, anything, we'll take it apart. And so unlike, unlike cause we have to take a shot at James Beaver because it's fun, but <laughs> unlike his show where the movie has to be bad. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And we've done it with him. Fuck you, James. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We did the ga- we did the, the premiere gauntlet. of his gauntlet. Yeah. Todd yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I did a gauntlet yeah. as well. Yeah. Oh, that was... Christmas gauntlet. That was the one we did. Yeah. We, we did Christmas movie gauntlet. We did uh, dinosaurs. Cre- yeah, dinosaur. Dinosaurs, bad yeah. dinosaur movie gauntlet. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. So the... But you know what? There's something about, like, all kidding aside, his show is great. And it's... a. In, in principle, it shouldn't work. Like, why would I want to watch or listen to a podcast about shitty movies? But at the end of the day, he is an engaging fellow. Yes. He's funny as hell and he's biting. Yeah. And it's entertaining. Yes. It's good. Like, he's got a good show in a niche that's probably better than other people in that same niche. And that's what we discovered about our movie thing is that we're not going to get on. We're not going to review it. We're not going to tear mm-hmm. it apart like a yep. critic. We're going to be the average Joe who's a movie lover Yep. Who is, you know, we started with this system of like weird ratings for movies because it's like how you're going to watch the movie. So I'm like, is this like a, a go to the theater <laughs> opening night movie or is this wait till it hits cable movie? Or you, yeah, you give it like yeah. a, a Netflix premiere but, weekend. But those, or... those are real ratings though. Yeah. That's yeah. how. Do you watch it while you're making supper or do you actually have to be engaged? <laughs> That's exactly. 100% man. 100% <laughs> background noise yeah. type thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it, and it's that's how real people are right yeah. so like you can like four movies you can you can have a blu-ray catalog that stifles most this isn't offices. an Allison Gilmore review no yeah. no. <laughs> no it's no it's it's for the it's for the every movie fan it's for the every person yep it's like a <laughs> the one that always I go back to is the the pick the movie weapon one. Yes. Because that's something that just like we figured four drunk friends at a party arguing over something. Yeah. Right? And it's like, hey, if there's a zombie apocalypse, what movie weapon would you want to fend the zombies off? <laughs> that's like it's great. You know, like this, oh, I'm gonna take the chainsaw and, and then like drunk buddy comes out, he's like, I got the sledgehammer. <laughs> right? right? Like, and that's what we tried it. Like, and then the nerd in the yeah. group is I'm taking Hattori Hanzo's sword. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Everybody's got those friends, yeah, for right? Sure. So and everybody has those things. And it and and I we've said like you can like two movies. It doesn't matter. We'll work the yeah. show around it. Like yep. we'll figure everything But I like is you guys about. aren't dissing the movies. You're not no, like, we you did guys... last episode. <laughs> we tore, Martin thought that Titanic was a snuff film. Oh, no. Okay, no. Yeah, okay. No, that's right. <laughs> Two-hour-long snuff that, film. I, 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 yeah, I take that back. Oh. I, yeah, that's right. We're not we're, – we we know it's art. We know how much hard work goes into it. Yeah. We appreciate yes, all of the work you're not that a, goes into yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a typical critic that's – I get paid to go see the movie. So yeah. because I don't pay to see the movie, my opinion is – better we're arguing the daydream not the quality of yeah. the daydream exactly yeah. and now yeah. with the our jaunt into cult movies yeah. we really have to be cognizant of it's not always 
going to be great. It's not the best package, but there's definitely good components. Yes. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. It can be a horrible movie shot incredibly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it can be shot on a $200 budget and have an amazing fucking story. Yeah. So, you know, the followers probably would kind of dictates if it's going to be a cult movie or not, I guess. You want to get into some hard cult films that we're going to get into as this thing goes with the Park Theater? Um, you can't you can't chew apart like you can't go after you know Phantom of Paradise, right? People are going to come oh, in God. your door God, with no. like a <laughs> fucking pitchfork. Oh, yeah, like you can't like. Yeah. Can we promote our uh, our cult movie night? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Park Theater. Um, check Mondays. out the website every every time Park Theater has a cult movie night, you will see us in the lobby. So is it is is that only on Mondays then? It's so far, yeah. Okay. It was two weeks ago, and it's going to be on the 14th and the 28th, and that's Cemetery Man on the 14th and Transformers, the animated. Original, co- original on the, the twenty eighty four. Yeah, yeah. eighty four. Is that right? Yeah, that probably sounds about right. I got oh the my power. God. We're super stoked about that. Oh yeah. man! Yeah. And the big thing about it is, is that I, I think Michael's going to cry at that movie. <laughs> I lived for Transformers when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I did watching Optimus. I still dies. have a bunch. It's got a. I got a soft spot in my um, uh, Megatron. Whatever. Um, Soft spot in your Allspark? That's it. Thank you. That's what I was trying to say. You could tell because I was grabbing my chest and I'm like, what the fuck is that thing? I'm like, what do you. What's that thing that Iron Man. Um, But the cool thing about it is uh, sorry, I'm being shameless here. Uh, If you want to talk on the show and you see us talking in the lobby, come over. Yes. We leave a mic open that's pointed towards the lobby so people can come up and talk about the movie. I am going to drop by one yes. time. My wife totally. works every night, okay. except for tonight, except for Fridays. So I'm with I'm saddled with the kids till she's off, which is like nine ten o'clock at night. So I'm like every always. night except August twenty eighth. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, pretty, what's well, the chances that we're free? <laughs> but no, well, she's actually because of COVID and cancellations and people rescheduling. While well, I'm it's sick, bitch, I can't yeah. come in. This is her night off, and she had a client right until six. 6.30 tonight on her day off. Oh. So it's, Life of a hairstylist, man. Yeah. But, man, she's, I don't know, she's my rock star, so. Yeah. Oh. Uh, she cuts his hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, she won't. The only reason, the only reason we started going out is because she didn't have to. No, that's a oh, good idea. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to date a bald guy. <laughs> Yeah, one she, less haircut. Seriously, yeah. she saw him. She 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 sees old pictures of me with hair, and she's like, "Oh God, I would never have dated you back then." Is what she says. <laughs> I'm looking at both of you. I'm feeling like one of these things doesn't belong here right now. Yeah, I'm maybe, only. Go- yeah. You guys are you guys are right down to the wood. You I'm mean all- these handsome gentlemen over here with the Yo, stylish yes, haircut? Yes, that's what I meant. Yes, yes. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but for everybody listening, we've got and fuck you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, but no, like you guys are all to the wood, nice, clean shaven. I'm to the wood in one specific part. I'm the Friar Tuck. Well, you oh. guys are. You, oh, I'm the opposite. Yeah. No, you guys are the Jason Statham, and I'm the Friar Tuck. If yeah, we're gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. haven't embraced it yet, Mike. No, no, I haven't. The one, one, well, one last thing because I, I, I want to go into hour two because that's where we are. All, Holy well, shit! Well, not quite. We started late, but um, our band was called Dome. And there was a reason for it. Well, I was wondering. That was exactly <laughs> why. Dome, dome. Four bald guys. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I was going to have to get in for the picture. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, we all in. There we go. Awesome. <laughs> Shameless plug of your guitars in that picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
So we should just shut up and let you, yeah, you yeah. dictate no, no, what's going to happen here. Um, well, what I wanted to do is the first time I have somebody here that we haven't had before, I, I want the audience to get to know you because the only, the main reason we have people on the show, because it was never about that originally, the main reason I want people on the show is that if there's any chance that our audience doesn't know about who's on our show, they're going to after our show. So the only point of having you guys on the show is we like you. We like your show, and if we can give you any of our audience, we're going to do it. Like that's the whole idea. That is very incredibly. It's sweet not. Of it's not for any other reason. Like, I, we have a decent audience. Thank you. <laughs> and it's just like, like I, I, I try to push on the podcast community all the time. You um, are a big you. You are a very big advocate for it, which is super awesome. If you like, it's important. Like I, every day, my my day starts out on Twitter. And I go on and I check a bunch of other podcasts out. I go to their sites. I go see what they what they got. I'll tweet or um, not tweet. What's the word? Retweet. Retweet. Thank you. Uh, their stuff and promote. And I do the same thing in the writing communities because I'm a writer as well. So I'm always trying to just – there's one person that came out the other day and said, oh, my God, I just finished my book and I'm putting it out. I don't know if I'm prepared for what's going to happen after for any negative comments I get because I have anxiety issues. And I said, so I like when I see something like that, I have to say something about it because if someone's self doubting themselves, I'm like, you wrote a fucking book. (laughs) That alone. They they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So any negative comments they have is all automatically irrelevant. Yeah. It, the only they, com- they can't even comment. Yeah. Wow. It's like it's like a it's like a reviewer going to your movie who's never made a fucking movie before. Like I I, I support the underdog like hundred percent. I I love your train of thought, sir. But that's the way it should be. Like, and, and we love the idea of cross promoting other local talent. Yeah, percent. Like, I I love knowing now that we've got a little bit of a community that we yeah. can be like hey you have a story come come yeah, talk exactly. about your shit right um i to reiterate but if a... i could have chris hardwick on the show i would say no i'd rather have you guys on the show i don't believe you I for don't a need... fucking minute <laughs> <laughs> but that is the, the only thing to but... say but... if he calls let him know we'll have him on our show but the idea is though the idea and i said this before about my brother too is the idea of this is if we could score chris hardwick it's only to promote our group. Yeah, totally. Right? It, it better, it, what is, what's, so what's, like what Sam tried to do when he was interviewed by the, by the Free Press, he just kept throwing out real debaters, Sean Geek, I know, Beaver, I blah, know, blah, blah, I blah, know. blah. And they didn't use a single one. But his whole point, he's always about promoting local bands. Always, always, always. That's he's the he biggest does. proponent for local yeah, music in exactly. the city. Yeah. Like it's, it's but, ridiculous. And now he's awesome. the biggest proponent for podcasts, right? Like. We have to. We have a responsibility. If we have any sort of listenership, that's what we should be doing. You know who reminds me of this? Who is the food critic? Anthony Bourdain. No, no. Silver, gold. Oh, the... the like, like local from New or York something? Times? Or? Yeah. Who was... And everybody... He was basically the same thing. He was just loved by all of the restaurants. And he... Having him go into your restaurant, like you're saying, it could be nobody, but he'd review the restaurant, and the next week they'd be swamped. And he just that's, loved. That's he loved making Is it places. Jonathan Waxman. Oh, maybe. That's awesome. And and that's that was his be. big thing. It was his his goal to sort of uh, discover these hole in the wall new local places 
and inject his following to give them the business that they deserve. Because people have a hard time finding it's not good enough to be good. Yeah. You have to be discovered by somebody. Well, there, there's like publications, there's like podcast publications, like podcast magazines or, or these big. And every time it's like, hey, listen to these five podcasts. Oh, the ones that have 20 million listeners yeah. each. You're, yeah. I don't listen. I listen to a couple of famous ones just because there's always something interesting there and stuff I can learn. But I'd rather listen to local stuff. And it's the same thing I said. I said this before, too. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. This is, I'm trying to be selfless here, but, but I got a chance to play in a band with this guy that beats anyone else I could have played with because the chemistry on stage, oh, I get totally. to spend time with this guy. Like, I love this guy like a brother. No, he is my brother. Right. But that's the thing. Like <laughs> if I had, brother, it, I wish I never had, <laughs> is it better for me to play with him or to play with, Zach Wild or something like you'd be so in awe of Zach Wild. I would be, and you'd be so a little sheepish. But I would have no chemistry with Zach no. Wild because they'd be like, uh. exactly. But you know his movements, you know his shadow, yeah. you know his. You, you, you... Now, if I get a chance to play with Zach Wild, it'd be like, hey, Todd. Yeah, you know, it'd be like so. That's what yeah. I've always done. Like when I get into Dome, it hey was Todd, like, you how do I pay get bass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got to audition. Well. <laughs> but I got to audition. <laughs> Love this Full guy, circle. but you got to audition. <laughs> Full circle. But do you really I've been want pigeonholed to the bass player? Now. Does anyone <laughs> want to watch Joe Rogan interview Dak Shepard? Nope. Like they're just a bunch. No. Of, they're just a bunch of celebrities that yeah. already have way too much money, anyways. Yeah. No. Exactly, it's boring. I want somebody to come forward who's. That's the thing they do. The only thing they do maybe is podcasting. Yeah. You know, that small yeah. guy, not I'm a movie star and I decided to have a podcast because my PR rep told me it was a good Cause idea. Because COVID happened and I got nothing better to do. Yeah. Do yeah. a fucking podcast, right? Exactly. Like it's, yeah. Get out of the podcast arena. Go back to TV. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. When, so uh, do you, does anybody listen to Michael Rosenbaum? Uh, yeah. Well, which one? He does uh, I Love You. with That one's done. That one's done. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it didn't seem like it had a lot of legs, no. but- uh, inside, deep inside you, inside you, or inside, inside of you, with inside Michael, of you with Michael, Michael Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. The guy who played Lex Luthor on uh, Smallville. Smallville. Yes, uh, he has a podcast. Now, great show. Yeah, great podcast. I listen to regularly. He's lost so many of his sound engineers to Dax. He had Dax Shepard. He had on his Dax's show. guy, and then Wobby Wob. Oh, Wobby Wob. Wobby Wob. And then almost right after Dax started his own. Yeah, they still. And he then all it. of us. And, and then he took his engineer. <laughs> And his show is 10 times more popular than Michael Rosenbaum. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, like, like I don't yeah. need Dak Shepard interviewing. Um, I like Dak Shepard. Yeah. But yeah. I don't I don't really want to hear him interviewing like Kate Hudson and no, it's... about her new podcast with her brother. Yeah. yeah. Right? I want to, I watch, I listen to Dak Shepard and I pick all the ones, his expert on experts, because I love when yeah. he talks to social psychologists and like, See, that's you different. know, that's yeah. really interesting that's to me. That's what he should have He's on. He should be using them. his celebrity. Yeah. To help. Yeah. I don't want to hear about other, other celebrities. Yeah, I want to hear about interesting stuff. Like, the, he just had the lawyer for the class action lawsuit against Epstein. Oh, my on, God. And it's, it was yeah. a fucking okay. fantastic. I, I'll listen to that. Yeah. 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 And he, I, he's been doing it for, like, 12 years. He's been the class action lawsuit, and he talks about all the times he met with Epstein and how it's still going. Oh, my God. The whole legal so process. Great. It's it's incredible. I'm well, going to download that one. Like, yeah. That's, that's perfect. There's something interesting... Although about Conan O'Brien's podcast, Conan O'Brien needs a friend. You guys listen to it? No, I no. didn't even know. Okay, he had one. so it's in. It was in the basement of his studio. Like they just picked a room, and it's his assistant, and they're one of the sound engineers from the show. It's not perfect. It's not really done well. 
it's just him. That might be charming. In, it charming, is though. It is very charming because he's off the wall. But all it is is um, uh, uh, Jim Carrey wants to be Conan O'Brien's friend. And it's him and Jim Carrey reminiscing. So what you get with Dax Shepard and Kate Hudson is me, 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 me. But what you get with yeah. Jim Carrey and Conan O'Brien yeah. is comedy gold. Yeah. Because oh, it's oh God, two yeah. guys who know how to rib off of each yeah. other. Whereas it's like entitled when Dax and Kate talk because it's like you guys, you have nothing, in, you have the, everything in common. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to learn about this. But what you said about like cross promotion and everything, I remember, I think, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, he's married to Megan Milani from uh, uh, at Offerman. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman says in one of his specials, he's like, six beers for one person isn't great. One beer for six people. Or one beer per six. What one? I'm gonna fuck this up. I know. I know. <laughs> fuck. I'm trying to be all smart and shit. He says the t-shirt in this right here. Is, yeah. He says something about how six beers for one person isn't as great as one beer for every six of them. Right. Like yeah. Everybody. Everybody gets one beer. Is, is yeah. what I'm getting at here yes, with my yeah. fucking two plus six here. Yeah. Um. And like like the time I sharing is caring. Yeah. Everybody you. gets you a little piece it. of the pie, right? Yeah. That's that's what I'm getting Kay. at. I got a story <laughs> All right. based on exactly what you said. We're never going to get to this theme of the podcast. We'll, we'll we? get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. We'll take a pee break and we'll get to it. But that's, that's good. This is, this is what we like it. Todd and I, we, we come in with like three or four topics and then sometimes we touch on one of them. Like that's the idea. As and long as we're not railroading your show. No, no, no. Oh, no. As long as you're oh, not yeah. touching so, my topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you top- don't, don't, don't touch my topic. <laughs> my topic is full of desire. Desire. Uh, <laughs> um, we went to the the Palladium. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the, the Palladium. Get yeah, I know the Get the Palladium. Yeah. Oh, reverse, yeah. Out of reverse Hamina? drink night. They'd give you 10 bucks if yeah. you came in the door. Yeah, yeah. They gave you ten bucks when you came in the door. Yeah, you, they give uh, two yeah. free drinks, but they give you a ten dollar bill and you go get two drinks out of it. Yeah, Whoa. reverse cover. Yep, I remember. Um, they had wrestling there too. I, I go at the back. I never door, saw the wrestling. The exit, come back in. I used to, I used to go there about four nights a week. <laughs> wasn't <laughs> Mon- wasn't Mondays their big night? Mondays was scandals. I want to. Oh. Mondays was no, scandals. Yeah, scandals was that's the weirdo night. That was your night. Was Monday? No, the... Euphoria was weird. No, oh, Euphoria. Scandals was was alternative night on Mondays. Sandals? I worked at Scandals. For you worked three at Scandals. Did you? No way. Oh yeah. I worked what, in Scandals you, from... Barback or... No, it was a doorman. Are you serious? Yeah. So I probably snuck past you a whole bunch of times. <laughs> How old are you? I am uh, f- 48, I think. Sweet, I'm not the only person who can't yeah, do that. Yeah, that, that would have been right in the right in the, the ballpark there for sure. Yeah. See, I, I thought you did look familiar. I've been there too many times. But anyway, the story is... I was at Palladium. the Gatladium, yeah, and Burton Cummings used to hang out there all the time to see a band called Tooth and Nail. Tooth and Nail was like going to be the next big thing to come out of the city. They are one of the few bands that were allowed to play originals oh. at a bar, right? Wow! So Burton would kind of follow them around a little bit, and he had interest. and And uh, so I'm there at I'm all, I'm there at eight o'clock. I'm getting a table. I'm getting my drink on. Back in the day when you used to have to go to the bar early to get a table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I walked into a bar at like 10.30 at night and nobody was in it. I'm yeah. Like, what's, what's going on? It's yeah. a lot different, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So he, sit, so he comes in and there's nowhere to sit when he comes in because he comes in five, ten minutes before the band's going to come on. And I was like, oh my God, it's Burton Cummings. This is like, this is cool. So he's looking around, and I'm like, we have an extra seat here. So I'm like, hey, Burton, do, did you want to sit down? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, man. Comes to sit down. I'm like, I'm like, I'm nervous as fuck, right? No shit. And I'm like, do you want to, how about I buy you a beer or something? Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. So I get up, go buy a beer, come back, give him the beer. My chair, my seat's gone. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I was sitting there. He goes, no, you weren't. Burton did this to you? Yep. <laughs> what? For... Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. I was there too. Wow. Was, were you there that, that night? Yeah. Okay. He bogarted your table. Yeah. Yeah. What a fucking dick. Yeah. Like, so what? that's what I'm saying. If you're buying a beer, buy it for the six <laughs> non-celebrities at your table. Exactly. <laughs> There's the Don't problem. buy it for Burton. <laughs> Never buy Burton a beer. So if you're in that scenario again, you say to Burton, hey, you want to go buy us a beer? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Hey, you want to sit here? Go see, buy a beer. Now, yeah. if Burton was a good dude, if like, so if we're doing what we should be doing, right? And say w- one of us becomes famous for doing this, what we should do, the famous person should be the one coming to the table and buying the beers for everyone at the table. Yes. Yes. That's what he should have done. Totally. He should have walked over and been he like, he should have been, oh, you're going to let me sit here. Oh my, thank you so much. Hey, let me get the next round. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a point that's. that's there's a point There's in the ladder where I think you need to start looking down instead of looking up, mm-hmm. right? To yeah. What got you there as opposed to just where you're going. Amen. Right. I could not agree more. And then he rode the coattails of that band to, to his mail? comeback. Yeah. Oh, really? Because he had a big comeback around that time and he was touring again and he would go on stage. He'd say, hey, I want to sing tonight. And they're like, oh, Okay. So then he would go perform with them, and he'd sing, and the backing band would be Tooth and Nail. They, and they knew all, this, all the Guess Who songs. Of course they did. Yeah, when you're that talented, you can just be like, They're, they're right. really good. And they, so then it helped him because he was on a low, career low. And then once he got his career high and he used them to get there because nobody wanted, I guess, people didn't want to play with him maybe, or I don't know what the deal was. He went, and went on and up. And then he disparaged that same band, I think, to the free press. Oh, God. And said, oh, I don't know. They're probably all on drugs now or something. I don't know whatever happened to those guys. Why, though? Like, really? What is, what, that's got to do something and, for the sociopath. And they just, kept, they just kept holding out for, like, you know, we got to stick with this Burton thing. Like, and I, I, I would talk to those guys. And one of the drummer, um, trying to, Dean, Dean is his name. I think his pop owns the... Um, I think his pop owns the um, <laughs> dance break. A place on Corden, a um, fast food place. Shit, Dolly Burger. No, 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 no. It's um, it's a uh, uh, falafel. Oh place. wait, Dean. Yeah, falafel Dean. place. Falafel place. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, Ari's partner. At yeah. Falafel Place. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, that's the drummer for Tooth and Nail. Yeah, yeah, I know oh, who he is. Because totally. I went in. He there. opened a burger place on uh, Albert for a while. Albert Burger was Albert Dean's place. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, cool. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> so when I came in. If I had no hair, I'd know one of you guys, too. <laughs> when I came in, I asked him if you remember who I was, because at the time, because they, they were all kids, right, from out of town, and his girlfriend was a little younger, too young. So when they were on stage, I would babysit? I don't know if that's the right term. But he said. Monitor. But she was, she was pretty, and she was underage, and he's like, dude, like. He saw I was a drummer because I'd watch, like, I'd sit by the side of the stage and watch the drummer play the whole time. That was, that's what I was into, yeah, right? sure. And he's like, are you a drummer? I'm like, oh, of course I am. He goes, so we started talking. And when he started bringing his underage girl to the bar, he was worried. So I would hang out with her the whole set. Just make sure she didn't, you know, totally, nobody yeah. was, like, hitting on her or whatever. And 
He's she's, not, with the, she's with and, the drummer. Yeah, but he, he nobody's of, with the drummer. But he kind of remembered that. Like he was, <laughs> that's he was, cool. He was a nice dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Small city. Wow, place. that's weird, yeah. man. I always like people that that get a place and then they they pull up the people that that got them there, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of just forgetting it. Yeah. In any industry, yeah. right? Like you bring your boys with you. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. Do a mark, mark as opposed mark, to yeah. see you later. I got here first. Wahlberg did that when he got to Hollywood. I mean, <laughs> right? he fucked up, but like he did yeah. that. He brought like Entourage is the story of Wahlberg's that's life. Right. And yeah, that's right. Days yeah. in Hollywood. I love so, that show. Um, but I think to your point, Mark, um, I think they say a million dollars. Like if you make a million dollars a year. That's where anything after million is like it doesn't even. It's like what are you? That's what are you? What are you? Gravy. What are you fighting for now? Like you're making a million dollars a year, so these two hundred, three hundred, four million dollar a year people, or these celebrities who are like still going after the you know chasing the tail, um, is like what what you what do you need? You already have fifty million. What's yeah. another twenty million do? What does it matter? But yeah, um, because there's it's a dangerous. Boat, right? Because then you start hanging out with people that are billionaires, and then, nah, then you yeah. don't have anything. Then you're not relative. Then you only have a big house in Hollywood. You don't have a yacht, and then, that's yeah. those damn taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep working to pay the freaking taxes. <laughs> fucking taxes. I get twenty a million dollars. What's the tax on twenty million dollars? Then you have to you have to yeah, work. Some I get a bill. At that's why I don't. Again. That's why I don't make that much money because I just wouldn't want to deal with the taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I choose. That's the only I reason choose. he chooses yeah. not to make that much money. Yeah, yeah. It's a choice. Too much hassle. Um, but. Um, Hey, do we want to take a little break? Uh, I'm drinking lots of. Yeah, I could. I could take a little up. break yeah. and yeah. then um, we'll, we'll dig into we're going to jump into the game. All right, sweet. I love the game. Are you? What's how does that? How's that go? What? Are you ready to play the game? The game. I don't know. <laughs> you know, Triple H's theme. Oh yeah, that. Yep, 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 yep. 